Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, that was interesting. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the co-founder of the all-new affiliate network for all niches, Divizio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. Joining me today is my partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, the co-founder of Divizio and the associate dean at our other business, DirectionsUniversity.com. Hello, Jack. Hello. Are you a little tired from yesterday? Oh, my gosh, am I ever? How about you? <laughs> well, probably not as tired as you. That was uh, the most slides I've ever seen you put into a presentation. <laughs> so that must have been a I only had to do of half work. of them. The other half somebody else did. True, true. Still more slides than I've ever seen you put up. But it was a great, it it really was a great was. show. I guess we should tell people what we're talking about. Absolutely. I'll let you tell them. Well, last night we talked uh, to a nice crowd of folks that wanted to learn more about how PayPal can fund your next marketing campaign. That was the title of the webinar. And, um, man, we had uh, it was another epic thing. It was a first. Um, not too long ago uh, we had uh, the first uh, PayPal rep to do a kind of a public showing <laughs> uh, on our webinar and kind of come out, and they don't do that. PayPal uh, employees and PayPal as a policy, just they just never do that, uh, go out and, and talk to people. And uh, so we had one, our rep uh, from, from PayPal, Greg, on, on that webinar, and last night we managed to pull off another coup, another first, and had two PayPal reps. One uh, was Greg, and the other was, some, uh, Tano, who works with the PayPal Working Capital Loans Program. And we got to hear all about the Working Capital Loan Program. And you know when you know something and, and you're surprised that everybody else doesn't know it? That was last night. I cannot believe the level of surprise and glee and OMGs and everything else that we saw in the chat last night over the Working Capital Loans Program. It, it was amazing. Uh, when we first started doing the PayPal things, I'm like, Gina, everybody knows about PayPal. Everybody uses it. Everybody. The thing is, I was wrong. Not everybody knows about it. A lot, a lot, a lot of people use it, but they just barely have an account or they're only using like a tiny percentage of the capabilities that the business uh, tools and everything that PayPal has. And these webinars have been a huge hit. I mean, people are really anxious to talk to and have lots and lots of questions for PayPal reps and us and um, I think we really hit on uh, a nerve. 
I think we really did too. And, you know, to see the people that do know just a little bit about it and the difference between what they think they know and what is really, really true is kind of big too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and there's now I'm kind of alert to it, and there's a lot of misconceptions around PayPal um, that um, I'm starting to see in my face. I'm, I'm paying more attention to it, like in Facebook or other social media where somebody says, I lost access to my account or they're having some kind of a problem, and then everybody just like automatically knee-jerk uh, replies, oh, yeah, PayPal, it's horrible, and I'm – I'm you and I and people that we know have never had a bad experience with PayPal that didn't end well if it was considered a bad experience at all anyway. But I think a lot of people, there's just a giant misconception out there, especially in the Internet marketing community, because you know PayPal will shut unscrupulous people down. And if you don't talk to PayPal and make PayPal your partner and, and seek, seek out a PayPal rep and, and things like that, then there can be problems. I mean, there's going to be problems with anybody. Imagine if you had a system like PayPal's and somebody you don't know ran $150,000 through it in like five minutes. What would you do? Because if that's not legit, you're on the hook for $150,000. PayPal is going to protect itself. It's a business. But those things, you know, when we tell people all you had to do is talk to PayPal, you talk to them. Tell them you're having a launch or whatever it was that you had a problem with before, and they will note it. And no matter who gets on the phone the next time, if you don't have your own rep, um, it'll be in the computer. It'll be in your notes that you, you talk to them. Yes, this is a legit launch. Here's what we're doing. Here's how we're doing it. Here's our thank you page. Here's our where we're sending people. And you will never, ever, ever, ever have a problem with PayPal in that situation. But most people didn't know that. And maybe we should have started doing PayPal uh, you know, reaching out to PayPal and working with them sooner, maybe PayPal should have been doing this a lot sooner because I think a, a groundswell of misconceptions has, has come up for so long that it might take a little minute to get everybody on the right page that PayPal is not an enemy. It's a partner. <laughs> it's a very, very good well, partner in, in your business. And we've talked about that at great length on both the first and the second webinar. That's why we haven't had the kind of issues that other people often talk about. We have always treated PayPal as a partner in our business. We process exclusively through PayPal. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean an ordinary PayPal account. It means both a true merchant account that is done through PayPal called the PayFlow Pro account as well as a regular PayPal account. But I chose years ago to process exclusively with PayPal because I saw the opportunity in it. And ever since I made that decision, I treat them like a partner in my business. I can't be in business without my merchant providers. So why would I treat them any other way but that of a partner? I give PayPal as much info about my business as I give my own partner, Jack. And we've always done it that way. And man, what a difference it has been in what we keep hearing from other people. You know, one of the things we should yeah. touch on for a minute, Jack, is we just announced that we opened the doors to this new affiliate network called the Vizio, the affiliate network for people in all niches. Why the heck do we keep talking about PayPal and doing webinars with PayPal? Shouldn't we be talking about our affiliate network? 
Well, it, it's the backbone of our affiliate network. It's how it runs. So if you become a Divizio seller and you put your products up and you start selling, you're selling through PayPal. So uh, Divizio doesn't work without it. Um, and so it, it's we are definitely in partnership with PayPal in every sense of the word because we we rely on that. And PayPal has helped us out an awful lot uh, in in the creation of Divizio. Um, it wouldn't have been possible to create it without a working relationship with PayPal, without you know constantly sometimes in the heavy development stages being on the phone with them and getting uh, help with their API and getting help with uh, the rules and regulations which are significant, really significant for us to protect the, the vendors and affiliates, for PayPal to protect itself, for, to make sure that we're in um, you know, proper alignment with PayPal and their regulations and how we're supposed to operate as an API user and as uh, a developer. So, I mean, we talk about PayPal at the same breath that we talk about Divizio for that exact reason. And Divizio could not exist without PayPal. Its technology is really the, the underlying stuff that's in the technology called Divizio. And while there are other networks that make use of some of the PayPal APIs, we don't use just one or even two APIs from PayPal in Divizio. We use about a dozen of them. And what brought PayPal, what brought Divizio into PayPal's attention was that we make a very unique use of their technology. We've done things in Divizio that have never been done in any other network by using a combination of their APIs in a very unique way. And PayPal kind of noticed that. And they've come in and said, we want to play. This looks really cool. We didn't even know our technology could do some of the stuff you guys are able to do with it. It certainly was not how they envisioned users building applications with it. So that has really been a great thing, especially for anyone who's using Divizio, whether you're a seller or an affiliate. Both people are going to benefit from the way that we have done things with PayPal. Our unique relationship with PayPal actually gets passed down to you, the users of Divizio. So really keep that in mind and take the advice that PayPal has brought onto these two webinars about treating PayPal as a partner in your business. Especially with what we talked about last night, let PayPal fund your marketing campaign. You can truly use PayPal's money and not your own to take your business from idea to a solid seven-figure business and beyond. We showed you the plan last night on that webinar. Wasn't that awesome, Jack? Yeah, and elegant and simple. And easy to understand so that you can keep uh, – I thought it was good for a little clearing or a, a, a kind of a mindset uh, feel to it because a lot of people don't step back uh, and at the beginning or, you know, at the beginning stages of their business and look at where they're going or have even a roadmap at all to look at where they're going. Um, they're so mired in all of the details of a launching or creating and finishing up the product or whatever it is that they're doing. And to step back and look at that million-dollar plan, uh, the 12 months million-dollar uh, sales, that's, that was 
cool. That was really cool. And I know uh, it got a good reaction in the chat last night from all the participants. It really did. Jan wants to know, why do we use so many PayPal APIs, and how does this benefit the users? Well, so many different ways is the, the best answer I can give you. There is the what you see on the face of Divisio today answer and what is built into Divisio but hasn't yet been released will be released in the future answer. So let's answer them both ways. In terms of what's there today, one of the big things that is different about Divisio is the security functions built into it. And that requires the use of a number of additional PayPal APIs that have not been used by other people in other affiliate networks. Divisio really isn't an affiliate network for everybody. It is an affiliate network for businesses in all niches. But there's a giant difference, and Jack and I were talking about that difference last night. Why is Divisio not an affiliate network for everybody, Jack? Because not everybody can join. You have to have a certain level of a verified account as an affiliate or a seller to even um, to even join and be able to do what you want to do as an affiliate or a seller. Uh, and that is so that we can avoid things like affiliate fraud, um, which is a big problem. If you have an account that you can just close and it's not tied to a bank account of any kind, uh, and refunds start coming in, and you sold a hundred things. Um, the vendor is going to be on the hook for all of that. Affiliate uh, unscrupulous affiliates figured that out and started doing that as a practice in other networks. And so, um, you know, and, and nobody really f- could figure out anything other than to say, you know, only allow your affiliates who you know. <laughs> and I mean, that just completely defeats the idea of an affiliate network. So, you know, of of anybody being able to come to a marketplace and going, hey, I want to promote that. Let me do that right now. Um, And so we take that out of the hands of the vendors and the affiliates having to worry about it because nobody can even sell or promote on the network without a certain level of a verified uh, business, uh, a verified PayPal account, which means that people are more – I mean, it's really, really hard at that point after you have proven you're a real entity, you put out a, uh, your bank account attached to your PayPal account, um, it's very, very, very unlikely that you're a scammer. <laughs> and so everybody on the network is a lot more protected. So it's not for everybody. It's really kind of exclusive in that sense. As we're finding out, there's an awful lot of people who have PayPal accounts that didn't know that there were higher levels of accounts at PayPal. Not you know, levels that you have to pay for. You don't have to pay anything to attach your bank account. It just verifies you on PayPal as a different kind of PayPal account that PayPal considers more bulletproof and more safe. So we took that information and what they consider uh, the, the safer kind of, a, of an account you should have and built that in so that you can't even pass through the ascension to full membership at Divisio without it. And um, that... Again, there's a lot of reasons for it. It's not just affiliate fraud, but there's a lot of reasons that that's a, a good thing that protects both affiliates and sellers. It really does. So the way it works right now, and this is not likely to change anytime soon, 
you cannot be a Divizio seller to sell your own products or services without a PayPal Business Verified account. If you have a business account that's not verified or a personal account, then you can't sell your own products and services. If you have a PayPal Business Verified account and you want to sign up as an affiliate to sell other people's products, then you can get paid instantly on anything you promote. If, on the other hand, you want to sign up as an affiliate, then you only have a PayPal business account, one that's not verified. You can still promote other people's products. You can still get paid commissions, but they're going to be paid on a 45-day delay. And that's another one of those APIs that we made use of in an unusual way. The way that we've got delayed payments set up is a little bit different than what some of the other networks have set up. The way it works at Visio, if an affiliate only has a business account, they come in and promote a vendor's products. That transaction is going to pay to the vendor. That portion that is earmarked for the affiliate commission is going to show up in the vendor's PayPal account with a pending next to it. The vendor won't be able to do anything with the funds that are sitting there. They won't be able to withdraw them. They won't be able to send them to somebody else. They're going to be sitting there for 45 days. On day 45, it is PayPal that goes in and grabs the funds and sends them off to the affiliate that is supposed to be paid those funds. It is not up to the vendor. It is not up to Divisio. On other networks, it's still up to either the vendor, the affiliate, or the network to release those funds. And they're not protected in the vendor's account in any way whatsoever. If an unscrupulous vendor wanted to take those fees or those commissions out of their account and spend them so that there's no money available to pay the affiliate later on, they could absolutely do that. Divisio does not work that way, which is why we say we protect both the vendors and the sellers, or the vendors and the affiliates. If you only have a PayPal personal account, you do not qualify for either affiliate or sellers on Divisio. Sorry, guys, but Divisio is really designed for businesses. It is not designed for individuals. Individuals can buy stuff on Divisio with a PayPal personal account. They just can't be paid from Divisio with a PayPal personal account. So if you only have a PayPal personal account and you really want to have a business, we strongly encourage you to go get that account upgraded. It's easy to do. It doesn't cost you a thing. You can log into a PayPal personal account, go to the upgrade button and convert it into a business account in a couple of clicks. Take the time to right. do it. It's it not is like well we're talking about. It. Yeah, it's not like we're talking about something that's really hard or expensive or has a cost at all, and it's not hard. Um, but it, the reason that we, um, I think, keep talking about it is you guys wouldn't believe how many people don't have any sort of a verified account. <laughs> I didn't believe. I couldn't believe it. I, it was just like, wow, how are you? So really, I mean, it's just a it's just a, a growing up period, um, and we're going to help with that, and we're going to help get PayPal um, a lot more people verified on PayPal because it also there's so many benefits to you to, if you don't have a, ver- a verified account. 
um, it's just really hindering your ability to do business online. It wasn't um, you weren't done once you just signed up for the basic account at PayPal. You weren't even even nearly done. There's a lot more to come, and just getting verified, while it's really easy, it unlocks an awful lot of really good things. And uh, inside of PayPal, and now Divizio is following their lead, and it unlocks an awful lot of great things for Divizio as well. So really, that's another reason we talk so much like PayPal and Divizio at the same time, because um, the philosophies are, 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 are almost identical in the two companies that we we want to do things I mean we want to play ball this is kind of like goes back to when we were in a cold war with Google and we were doing SEO and we were trying to trick Google back in 2002 to 2007 or 8 um, after then we just everybody gave up trying to trick Google because they had all the money in the world and the smarter smarter people <laughs> than we could ever afford to hire and, and then we were uh, from all around the world to defeat you know what they called spam SEO. Um, but during that Cold War, uh, we were always trying to get a step ahead of Google. Then Google would figure out what we were doing, and then they would correct it with an update, and they started calling it cute little animal names. And, well, that that's all over, or that's all over. We can't do that anymore. And some of us got really tired of fighting it. And we're like, wait a minute, why don't we just read Google's terms of service? I was one of the first marketers on the planet to do that. I mean, nobody even cared what their terms of service were, what they said, or anything else. And I read it, and I'm, and I'm sitting there going, okay. So I was treating a little bit like Google a little bit like an enemy uh, combatant. And so I, was about, I had my hackles up. There's no way I'm going to believe anything they said in their terms of service, but I read it anyway. And the gist of it, there's a lot in there, they're, and they're different now than they were, but at the time they said, you just please just don't focus on Google so much. Just take care of your people. Take care of your audience. Um, give them what they want, and we will notice you giving them what they want. And uh, because you'll start getting links from them, and you'll get, um, you know, social signals will start showing up that people really like you, and all of this kind of stuff. And then we'll rank you accordingly. If you're serving your audience and they really love what you're doing, then you're going to rank higher than other people in the same industry who are not serving them as well, and their audiences aren't responding as big to their stuff. And I'm like, yeah, right. So I went to try to prove it wrong. Here's how one of the first marketing blogs ever got started on the web. I, I started the Friday Traffic Report and was one of the first ones that was not a diary blog. It was one of the first for-profit blogs out there. And I started it just to prove Google wrong. So I could go back and pull a stunt and tell all my SEO buddies, ha-ha, see, I did everything they said in their terms of service and it didn't work. Well, I started doing it, and first I started liking it. I started liking, you know, this blogging thing and this content marketing stuff. And then, uh, very quickly, Google started acting like their terms of service. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a minute, this isn't right. You guys are you're, you're, you say you do no evil, but you but we've always thought of you as a little tiny bit, maybe a little bit evil." And and it was only because we were trying to, you know, do things against their terms of service. Once they started going with their terms of service, I was like a rock star. And that's what started off blogsuccess.com and everything else. I mean, I started teaching people this stuff. Hey, Google really means it. They're, if you just take care of – stop worrying everything about stuffing keywords into everything and trying to trick Google and just serve your audience, turn around and face your audience. And they will take care of you. And look, they do. Look at all the, the 
the millions of visitors per year I'm getting on this blog, which is what I was doing with the Friday Traffic Report. And it was mostly coming from search. It was mostly coming not just from search, but from Google, who I started the whole thing to probe them wrong and throw egg in their face. And it actually backfired on me in a good way. I became wealthy. <laughs> so it, it's the same kind of thing. I think there was a little bit of a, a thing with PayPal when they had to crack down on people for using their service in ways that they didn't like. Those people went out and were very, very vocal and, um, and didn't tell the whole story and, and, and told it like, PayPal did this to me and PayPal did that to me. And they didn't do anything to anybody but enforce their terms of service. And so yeah. that wasn't, there wasn't an evil conspiracy or anything, and that's where a lot of people have had it wrong. And all of these years, um, you know, I, when I had giant launches back in the 2000s, uh, I was always on the phone with PayPal early on. And even uh, there, was a, there was a time when we ran uh, about three-quarters of a million dollars through uh, PayPal uh, in a very, very short time, and they froze us for a minute because – it was bigger than we even expected, so I didn't even know to tell them on the phone before I got, you know, the launch started that it would be that big. And it wasn't even, it was like four hours, and we were back up and running. And they were really, they were like, sorry, we have to do this, but I mean, this is a bunch of money, and PayPal's on the hook for this. If this is, you know, we have to check to see. And so we, we were like, it's okay. I mean, we didn't know it was going to be this big either. I should have told you it could have been, but I just had no idea. Biggest launch I ever had. And uh, and they worked with us and it was fine. So whenever we hear anything about PayPal, we're always just like, oh, geez. I know exactly why you're saying whatever you're about to say, and it's because you don't have a rep, and it's because you don't have a relationship with PayPal, which is your which is your partner in your business. They want you to do well. They don't want it's, – it's illogical to think that a company that makes money on how well people do in their sales would want to shut people's sales down for no reason other than they don't like you. That's not logical. <laughs> exactly. So one other thing about why do we use all the APIs and how does that benefit the users? Down the road, we have big plans for Divisio. Right now, one of the really unique things about it is it allows you to sell more than just digital products. You can sell digital products. You can sell membership sites. You can sell physical products, even those tied to fulfillment services. And you can also sell services. I'm not sure that there is any other affiliate network that allows you to pay instant commissions to both your affiliates and your JV brokers or affiliate managers, as well as paying your regular partners, not JV partners, but partners, all out of a single transaction on all those different things, digital products, membership sites, physical products, and services. Down the road, we expect to be able to make use of a piece of technology that's in Divisio right now that will allow people who use PayFlow Pro account, a true PayPal merchant account, to make their sales using a pro account and pay the same split through their regular PayPal account instantly. And when that function is enabled on Divisio, it will allow even point-of-sale terminals in retail establishments to make use of Divisio 
so that they can have online and offline presences that sell the same inventory, the same product, in a way that can pay up to four different parties instantly out of each transaction. Remember that I am the JV Queen, and in my world, the vision that I have for it is one where JVs are stunned so much more often than they are right now. They're done in the offline world, the online world. There are hybrid JVs where offline and online merchants come together in joint ventures. And there isn't technology until Divisio got started that can handle the kinds of JVs that I see in my vision of the world I want to live in. So it's really designed to be able to facilitate JVs for so many different kinds of sellers and businesses. And that's the part that gets me the most excited, that gets me up in the morning and gets me to do anything. Heck, you want to talk about the InstaJV funnel system a little bit and what we do there with JVs? Well, before we do that, I would like to, you have to remember you're the JV queen. You can picture this stuff in your head very, very easily. Why don't you tell somebody, tell tell a an example. Give a hypothetical example of the kind of JVs that cross over to the offline or the physical or however you want to do it, but give, give them a, a taste of what something like this would look like so they can picture it themselves. Okay, so Paul Kelp. Paul is getting ready to do a launch in October. It's really kind of cool. He has a mom who has uncovered a business flipping furniture. So she goes to flea markets and she buys used furniture that she paints with a specific kind of paint, specific brand of paint. And then she flips that furniture, sometimes for 20 to 30 times more than what she paid for it. She has now created a course to teach other moms how to get into the furniture flipping business. And, I mean, this isn't a small business. She did over $300,000 last year in profit. Well, when he launches this course, one of the most logical JV partners in that launch is the paint company. Anybody who's using that paint could easily get into the furniture flipping business. Well, now we've got an offline paint company whose products are sold in retail stores all over the place as a JV partner for an online course sold in a membership site. How can we get the two of them working together? Well, if we had the ability for Divisio users to have POS terminals, taking transactions, then we can have the all of those retail establishments that sell that paint also being able to process transactions for the course right from inside of a Home Depot or a Lowe's or any other place that carries that paint. And it would be done in a way that to the customer, it looks like they're paying Home Depot or Lowe's for the course invisibly to the customer. It's really paying the single mom whose course it is with a commission first to Home Depot or Lowe's who made the sale and second to the paint company who got the connection as a JV broker. That's not done anywhere today at any level because the technology didn't exist to do it. Divisio can handle that kind of a transaction right now as soon as we enable the pay flow program. 
Awesome. I think that, I mean, there's no way that somebody who hasn't done something like this before could ever picture the mechanics of something like that without that story. or those. And, and that is just one of a, uh, dozens of ways that something like that could work. And it's always fun yeah. to hear those because it's like, wow, that's real. That's happening in real-world terms. They're really doing this stuff. So, um, and, and then it should get everybody here thinking, well, what, what do I do? What, what, who's, my, who's the paint that I use? Who's the whatever it is that you're using technology-wise or anything that you didn't even think that could possibly be a JV partner or uh, that could give you a huge boost and a bunch of leverage in your business and it was just laying there the whole time. So hopefully everybody's juices are flowing. Well, I got to exactly. say mine did, really, because I work with a lot of local offline people, and they don't get affiliate marketing. They understand referrals, but it's because it's not integrated into anything they can use. Right. You try to get them to understand that, hey, you know, you could do a digital how-to about what you're doing and sell that. But to them, because it's not really, and I think you just said it, at the cash register level, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just too much. Yeah. And it, it's always well, been frustrating to me to to see that there's, you know, the physical products and the digital products haven't been able to be integrated very well in terms of the affiliate. I, you have no idea how much I want to turn that function on on Divisio. We need a small amount of volume run through Divisio over a 30-day period before PayPal will turn that function on for us so that we can then make it available to our vendors and affiliates. So, guys, if you want to see that get into reality as fast as I do, Help us get the small amount of volume using digital, physical, and services now because we are really, 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 really close. We could have that thing turned on in the next 30 to 60 days if we could just meet that one qualification. PayPal wants to make sure that they really understand the technology before they enable that one extra piece. But it's a big, big deal. And the kinds of joint ventures and strategic alliances that we can craft once that is turned on are mind-boggling. So I have a quick question about services um, because I think a lot of people, they're just not thinking about that at all. What are the kinds of services do you see people being able to you know, plug in and use this for? So Divisio is really designed around what we call integration marketing. Jack and I love integration marketing, and I'm now doing trainings about the topic of integration marketing. A really good example is one of our JV partners at Divisio and at DU. His name is Rick Thompson, and Rick has a business that does VA services specifically for coaches. The way that he sells his services is primarily through integration marketing. So he has a large network of business coaches who, when they sell their business coaching packages, package with it a certain number of hours of Rick's VA services. So every time they bring a new client on that pays for coaching, a portion of that gets paid to Rick to cover the hours that his VAs are going to do work for their clients. 
perfect example of integration marketing. Well, anyone that has a service that can be used with integration marketing should really be using Divisio for so many reasons, the biggest of which is we help connect you to integration marketing partners through a feature called the InstaJV Funnel System. Rick just went crazy on Friday when I explained to him that instead of having to have a whole team of sales reps that are constantly going out cold calling on business coaches, he could instead put his VA service up on Divisio in our marketplace, add a little badge on the product or the service in this case that says integrate JVs to alert all the other business coaches selling products on Divisio that this is available to do integration marketing with. It will be the first time that Rick is able to attract people to him instead of having to go out and find them and convince them that this is a good thing to do. That's just one example, Jen. Jack, you want to tell everybody what is that InstaJV funnel system? Yeah. Um, so it's so many things, and I had not figured out where to start usually with it, so I start different, and I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> One of the things that it is is if you go into the um, the Visio marketplace, you'll see a little badge next to some products, and that badge is uh, a little shield, little yellow shield with a JV on it, and and when you click on that, you can actually um, work out a joint venture that it basically is the product owner saying, I, I am open for doing um, joint ventures on this product. And you can put this product in your funnel. So if you have a product that you've just started, and, and uh, let's say Jan you know, has a book um, or something for sale for like 27 bucks or something like that, but she's just gotten started and she doesn't have any, you know, that's not really a funnel yet. That's a maybe an opt-in page, and and then you know buy the book, and that's it. So not technically really a funnel, and it would be nice for everybody to be thinking in terms of um, those kinds of products. Really, aren't what you're going to become wealthy with or profitable with. So you only really start making money when you have uh, an ascension available in in a real funnel where people can buy your book and go. Uh, and there, there's another offer that gets you um, something even more relevant to what you wanted the book for. Here's something in addition. And sometimes people will talk about those as one-time offers, which Divisio does, um, or upsells, things like that, which Divisio does. But what if you wanted to just? What if you didn't want to create that next product? What if you wanted to launch right now? You know, you need more profit points, and you need a real funnel, but you don't want to, maybe you're not done with, you have a plan for a mid-range product or a high-end product, but not right now. Well, you can now go into Divisio and just add products with the InstaJV funnel system uh, to your funnel. So you don't have to create them. So if, if your book is on um, dog training, and then you go find a really um, extensive uh, course or something like that that someone in Divisio has put up, and they've got the InstaJV uh, badge next to their product, you can go click on that and uh, add that to your funnel. So now you've got your book on dog training. You've got your opt-in, your book, you sell your book, 
um, and say maybe before you check out or whatever, uh, check this out, or in addition to, or as an OTO, or uh, any number of things. It just makes the whole process a lot easier. That's one of the things um, that the InstaJV funnel does. Okay, so I'm no. going to ask a quick question around that. I just want to, for people that um, don't understand how powerful, because to me what I see is so powerful about this is that all of a sudden is that your products take on, um, they take on the advantage that many people that are, that don't have huge lists and huge product funnels, it really means that your uh, affiliate partners are actually looking at here, can this product um, enhance my offer or enhance my sales funnel? Uh, instead of just, does this person have a huge list they're going to promote to? Because it makes it so advantageous to do that. So do most people set them up as a a series of, you know, here's my book on dog training, and then when someone buys it, they get the offer to buy the second one, or do they generally use it as a bonus? Or, you know, how do those things really, um, how can people use this? in a way that's really beneficial. Every single deal is different. There are rarely two that are identical. So <clears throat> if you have a front-end product, it's fairly low price, it's great at generating leads, but it's not going to make you a whole bunch of money, you'll go in and look for other sellers that have an upsell, a downsell. You can have up to four in succession and maybe even a couple of other products you can put on a thank you page. Now, in other networks, if you want to take other people's products and put them into a funnel, you have to do a couple of things. Number one, it usually means you've got to process the sales of somebody else's product in your account. Well, how many people are going to let you do that? Not very often are they going to say yes to that. And you really don't want to do that because it changes the responsibility of who is the ultimate seller, which means you're now putting yourself on the hook for delivery and support of somebody else's product. In the Visio, we have to have the vendors working together to really create a proper funnel. But the first product can pay vendor number one, first, and the second product can pay vendor number two first and not pay vendor number one first. In the past, the other way of doing it on other networks, if you don't want to take on that ultimate seller responsibility, is you could use somebody else's product as an upsell, but what you're really doing is using your affiliate link to take them to it so that you're getting paid on the sale. But when you do that, there's no way to pay your affiliates on that second product being sold. And boy, oh boy, if you've got a funnel built and you're not going to pay your affiliates on several of the products in that funnel, the likelihood that you're going to get anybody to promote is slim to none. So with the InstaJV funnel system, you want to work out the deal with the other vendors so that they pay you as a partner on the sales that you're generating of their products 
And that way your affiliates can actually get commission all the way through the entire funnel. Then really do it in a way that serves everybody. First and foremost, serve the customer. So don't throw an internet internet marketing product together with a dog training book. Make sure that the products really are synergistic and the kinds of deals that you can work out with everybody in the process are going to be extremely powerful and extremely profitable and will definitely attract more promotional power as a result. Now, if you've never done that before, that can be a little tricky, right? How in the heck are you going to do this when you have no experience and no context and you don't know what works? That's the other really cool part about the InstaJV funnel system. Jack, how do they get some help with setting all that stuff up? Well, that's been the problem all along. Um, you know, nobody really likes to talk about it or mention it, but it's really true that it's only the real big stars in a in a uh, any industry, any niche, that are always having these great big, well thought out um, launches with joint ventures partners mailing for them and. And everybody else just sits there and goes, wow, I really see the power of doing joint ventures. <laughs> I really do. And it would it would be a miracle to my business to have somebody in my industry with a 50,000 or 300,000 person list to mail for my product. Of course, that would change things overnight for anybody as long as that list is perfectly targeted and the product is what that list wants. That would change things for anybody, but that's usually where it ends. People hear about this stuff, they get trained on it, and they're like, I'm going to go do it. Then they find out, and they're slapped with a cold bucket of water reality, <laughs> that it's like, it's hard. Who wants to talk? I don't know who you are. Have you done anything yet? Everybody wants you to already be successful in order to trust you well enough to do a joint venture. Well, <laughs> that's really hard for people who haven't had any big success or big name developed in an and that's really the state of joint ventures. It's sort of, um, I'm not going to say it's deceptive, but it's its sort of, it's not for everybody. It has not been available to everyone because of what you just said. Not big enough, not connected enough, don't have enough experience. And it's really scary trying to get, what if you do get one of those people on the phone, one of those people that you've seen on TV in your, or, you've, uh, or has done just really, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable going high, and you usually talk yourself down. I've got this book, and you know, I, I was just kind of hoping if you would, you know, <laughs> I'm only doing this because I've seen it happen with so, so, so many people, and uh, and people have approached me that way before. And I'm not going to be really excited to do a JV with you if you sound like that, or if if there's any indication that, you know, you're not super secure. Because <laughs> I can mail for somebody right now and make a whole bunch of money, and I know who I can mail for to do that. So if you're going to pull me away from that, it had better be for something really good, and you better be sharp and ready to go. And if you can't do that, you need to have somebody do it in your stead who is really good at that. And those guys are called JV brokers. And nobody has really systemized this to the point where the average person could get a JV broker because think about what a JV broker is. It's a person who puts two people together and gets one or a cut both ways from the seller and, and the joint venture partner or one of them, and they're only going to be – they have to profit, right? So they're, they're wanting to be JV brokers for as proven a winner as they can possibly get at all times. And 
um, because there's so much work involved in getting something together manually, completely manually, where it's like just completely an idea in the JV broker's head. Hey, this person over here has this furniture painting, you know, course and system, and this person over here has a really big list that I bet has never been exposed to that. Now I've got to talk to both of those people, get both of them interested, come up with the plan, and get them excited enough to follow through on their end for the things that each of them needs to do, and then I need to get paid on that. So that's what a JV broker is faced with every single time in the old world. Uh, there was no there was no way somebody like that was going to take that amount of time to work with somebody who's unproven in any particular niche because that's time they could be spending on something else that's more of a surefire thing. And no matter what kind of a deal it is, it's always a lot of work, and that's where the JV broker earns their money, earns their percentage on that deal. So that's the way it's always been until now. And with the JV uh, uh, funnel system, we've got the ability for you to go in and say, I don't want to manage this myself. It's one of the options. I don't want to try to do this JV myself. I want to get a certified JV broker, certified by Directions University. These aren't just any people who have just raised their hand and said, yeah, I'll do a JV. These are people who really, really know what they're doing. They were taught by the JV queen. Or they are the peers of the JV queen. <laughs> and they're people like... Um, uh, people from JV Notify Pro and, and people who are proven in the industry uh, of brokering deals in all kinds of niches. So if you check that part off on the box, this is all managed, and this is the first time it's ever been systematized by anybody, anywhere, um, and it's taken a lot to figure it out. I mean, the JV Queen worked on this for eight years and thought, and this one, this part of it really came at the, in the latter days of development that we could even do it this way. Ha! Finally, this is how we'll do it. We'll make it so easy to, do, uh, to, to be a joint venture broker that the brokers can now take the time to take a look at your little startup, your little unproven startup, and use their business acumen to go, you know what, she's really got something there. This is actually really big. This could be really huge. And I could take this right now. She's asking for help. I could take this. And there's not anybody looking to joint venture broker with her right now, this is a great opportunity for me as a broker because she's already laid out all the details. Here's her product. Here's all her stuff. That's already been put out there. Already, this broker is ahead of the game, big time. For you know, And they might already have, since they're experienced, they might already have ideas of people that they should go to. They might already have relationships, and, and, and they absolutely actually do, always already have relationships with people who would be good candidates to joint venture with you. And the other appeal to that is that now that they can dive into, um, it's like if you're a miner and you've really gotten all the easy gold out of the vein, but there's still a lot more gold in the mountain. You just don't have the technology to make it cost efficient to go into that mountain and get all the little tiny grains that together add up to a lot, a lot, a lot of gold um, until that technology is developed. This is that technology. Now they can mine for deeper veins of gold in the mountain cost-effectively because it's not taking them as much time to organize deals. You've got one person over here just raising their hand, saying, here it is, here's everything that needs to be done. The system is taking care of a lot of the work. And the JV broker can go and look, hey, I can totally make a deal with this. This is easy. So it makes the whole process easier, and it finally brings for the first time ever joint ventures to the masses, joint venture possibilities that can change your business overnight 
where you just had to think about that and go, wouldn't it be great, just like you think about winning the lottery or uh, finding your soulmate. <laughs> you know, I mean, you think about it, but then it's like, well, when's that ever going to happen? Now you have the control and the power to actually put yourself in that position for those kinds of things to happen. And here's one of the things that I'm planning on doing with our product. When you put your product up on Divisio, you write a description for it, 400 characters or less, and that description is what shows up in the Divisio marketplace. The marketplace is really where the affiliates are going to find products to promote. Well, it's that same marketplace that sellers are going to use to find products that they can integrate with. I'm planning on putting up two versions of the same product so that I can have two different versions of the description. One version of the description is designed to reach prospects and affiliates. The other version of the product is designed to reach sellers that want to do integration marketing with my product. Now, I won't do that on all my products, but those that are really perfectly suited for integration marketing it just makes good sense. Have two different descriptions so you can really focus on the things that that one audience is really going to need to hear in order to make them willing to do whatever you're asking of them, either buy or promote or integrate. Yeah. Okay, it's fantastic. So it it really is, and I got to just ask this question because this is what I've been thinking about since we had the talk on Divisio a couple of weeks ago. What kind of products are perfectly suited for integration marketing? Well, that's a great question. It, it's so been on my mind every single night I go to bed. Think of the definition of what is integration marketing. Integration marketing is either inserting your products into someone else's selling system or inserting someone else's product into your selling system. The way that you do it really depends on where your strengths are and what your assets are. If you already have a way to drive traffic and sales, then you want to integrate other people's products onto the back end of your funnel. If you're just getting started and you don't really have a way to drive a substantial amount of traffic, do you have a product that's a little higher price that could be used on the back end of someone else's front-end products? really depends on both your strengths and your assets. Any kind of product can be used with integration. If it's a front-end product, that you're looking for integration partners for. You want to find those people that already have a substantial amount of traffic and a way to drive sales of that front-end product that you're going to integrate with. If you've got a front-end product of your own and you're looking for other people's products to integrate on the back end, then what you're looking for is how can the integration work? So sometimes, like with a membership site, you can set it up so that the integration is a trial, and the trial is integrated into the front end as a bonus. You can also do that with 
one-time products, like Talk Counts has a 12-week course that sells for $697. Well, we simply set it up with a one-week trial of his 12-week course so that we could package that bonus with some of the membership levels at Divizio. So if you buy an Uber affiliate membership or an enterprise membership, it automatically comes with a one-week trial of Paul's 12-week course. There's lots and lots and lots of different ways of doing it. Just about any product or service can be used in integration marketing. What changes is how it's done. The best integration deals are those where every product in the funnel is designed to reach the same audience. And that can mean nicheifying a product. So if you've got a product that works for lots of different kinds of people, could you create different sales pages that target very specific audiences so that it can help to give you better integration marketing opportunities? That's an easy one to do. Like Rick Thompson's VA service that I mentioned earlier, he might have one version of that that he does integration marketing with business coaches on. He might have another version of that that he does with people who are in social media and training around using social media marketing. Uh, He might have a third version of his sales page that works for people who are motivational speakers that talk to entrepreneurs. He can have a dozen different versions of his sales page. It's still the same service. Each one attracts a slightly different audience. Does that help, Jen? Yeah, that was a a great answer because, um, well, one is that I'm really struck by the fact that he's offering a service that many, many businesses can use. And so I, I would imagine there's just tons of people that would want to have that as an add-on or an upsell. And you've never been able to get that kind of service um, as an affiliate. Now, I guess my question is, most affiliates uh, with digital products expect a pretty hefty price, you know, 50%. What is, uh, how is that working with people that are selling products and services, and how do we help educate people about, you know, adding those to the mix? Because so usually you obviously can't give out, you know. With digital products where there's no cost, 50% doesn't necessarily make you no money. It certainly takes a huge chunk out of the profit, right? When you're dealing with physical products and services <clears throat> that are running on a super tight profit margin, there's no way that they can do 50%. They don't even have 50% profit in it. The reason for someone doing integration marketing is typically not the same as when an affiliate is looking at promoting somebody's product. It's a completely different mindset and a completely different why. When you're doing integration marketing, with the right kind of integration, it can actually help to increase the conversion so much on the front-end product that even if you make no money at all through affiliate commissions on the product you're integrating with, it makes sense to do it. 
And certainly Rick's product, his service, is an example of that. We only have 10 seconds. I'm trying to talk fast. When Rick's coaches, business coaches, <clears throat> are integrating with his VA services, it can improve sales of their coaching programs by 30% or more. So even if they don't get paid anything on Rick's services, it's well worth doing the integration just because they will sell more of what they already wanted to sell in the first place. And they actually don't get paid a quote-unquote affiliate commission for the six months of service that Rick is packaging with their coaching program. But once that program is over, the customer only got six months' worth if they're likely to continue. And if they do, beyond that amount that was already packaged with the coaching program, then that person starts to make a small affiliate commission. And it it is a small affiliate commission at that point. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Okay. Everybody else lost the show completely because we're over time. So we really got to wrap up because of that. The recording will continue, but no one else will hear it other than in the replay. So let's wrap up uh, real quick. We now. never have enough time. We never have enough time. I know. <laughs> we don't. We could do a five-hour show on Divisio and still have more to talk about. So where yeah, do they go to get it's started? A beast. They go to joindu.com slash Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O, and um, and get started. If you're um, um, a product owner, you want to sign up as a seller. If you are uh, an affiliate marketer, you want to sign up as an affiliate. And uh, just follow through the instructions. Remember what we said about granting permissions. There will be a little page there that um, uh, is very self-explanatory. Know that it's there and know that if you don't do that particular step, you get kind of put into a little probationary period until that step is done. Um, and that's part of the process of the security that we talked about earlier. But very easy to do. And by now, you know there's something to look at over there. It would be very uh, worth your while to come in. Once you're plugged in, you are going to get uh, notifications of all of our trainings, um, all of our content on our blog that we're doing with training and uh, helping you guys be better affiliates and more successful vendors. And so I really encourage everybody to get over to joindu.com slash Divisio. And do pay attention as you're going through the registration process to the opportunity to upgrade. If you signed up as an affiliate, you're going to get a chance to upgrade to Uber Affiliate. If you signed up as a seller, you may or may not get an opportunity to upgrade to Enterprise Seller. It just depends upon what level of PayPal account you have. Know that those upgrades are at about a 50% or more discount. If you do it immediately, you can still get them later on, but it's going to cost you more than double. And you'll lock it in at that better than 50% discount for life when you do it right away. And let me tell you, both of those membership levels enhance the features enough that it could improve your bottom line by 14 to 23% or more. So it, it really will pay for itself very, very quickly. Get started right now. Thanks so much, everybody, and thank you, Jan, for suggesting the topic. You can do this with us anytime you want. We'll see you all back here same time, same place next week. Have a great week, guys.
Great. Thanks. Bye-bye. This is awesome. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.